Welcome to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Fly Racing has redefined expectations in safety and performance with the Formula Helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula Helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring Rion technology, conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the formula to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the formula helmet has changed the game. Okay, Calvin Vlanderin, MXGP of Sardinia. Uh, obviously last week was quite a big milestone, a whole shot, a third in a moto. It was all very exciting. Today's just kind of blown that out of the water though. Winning, <laughs> winning your first GP is nice, it's always good. Some people win their first GP with a 2-2, some people just squeeze it out. Uh, this was the most dominant way to win your first GP ever, I think. There was no one close to you all day. No one was going to stop you. No one was going to give you a run. It didn't matter where you started. Yeah, great to win a GP. Amazing to win it like this. Uh, unbelievable day, unbelievable weekend. I'd say like, like you said last weekend, it was definitely nice to lead some laps and it definitely helped me this weekend, you know, um, to believe that I belong up there and I've been looking forward to this GP the whole year. I knew that I had my best result here last year. So, you know, I was had high expectations, let's say. Um, but yeah, there was, and like last weekend, like I said, to lead laps, things like that. Definitely, to I believe that I should be up there and to win. And it was the first time in my career where leading up to a race, or first time in GP career leading up to a race, I believed that I could actually win. And uh, mentally in this class is just, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, I think 80% of the race yeah. is just mental. So um, it was definitely a day that I'll never forget. Um, probably the best day of my life. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, it's, it's still, it's still unreal. Like it still feels like it's, it hasn't happened. Someone please pinch me. <laughs> how, um, how different does it feel to your Indonesia win? Obviously same sort of thing um do like are the emotions sort of familiar or is it does it feel completely different obviously this is a bigger deal um completely different in a way um in one way the same because i can't really remember that so well it, it was so so it was four years ago so to get this again like i wasn't so emotional today i definitely was emotional just when thinking about my family and what we've all been through to get to this to get me to where i am today um but it's just all years and years of hard work to get you. Um, yeah, it's just unbelievable. When you got into uh, third in the first moto, obviously that battle with Jeremy took a while. Once you got into third, you dropped him immediately. Looking at the times, looking at the time left, I knew it was possible for you to catch the guys. I knew it would be tight, and I thought maybe you'd want to save energy. How much thought did you put into making that charge? Honestly, I was surprised myself uh, how quickly I could, could catch them. And... Um, the closer I got to them, the less tired I got and the more mo motivated I got to win. Um, especially, I didn't expect it to catch Tim. Honestly, I maybe Prado, I knew he would fade a little bit and uh, maybe I could get him in the last couple laps. But to be honest, to catch Tim and pass him like this, it was just, it was, I kept going. It was like, it was, yeah, it was unreal. It was, it was, uh, and it felt easy also. I, and I didn't, I crossed the finish line and I wasn't tired. Um, I could go another five, ten minutes if I wanted to, whereas the other guys got off and they were just completely finished. So mentally going into second moto, I was like, okay, these guys were tired already first moto. I still feel fresh. Let's go again. 
Did you um did you start to get tired at all in the second moto? Was there a point where you were like, okay, I need to sort of go into energy save mode now? Or the entire time were you like, okay, this is good, I'm fresh, let's go? Oh, I mean I was tired after one, two laps around this track, but you have to you have to get in such a flow and um and just keep your keep your momentum around this track. You have to keep your momentum, keep your speed, and I think I was doing that really well this whole weekend and not sitting down, not um you know wasting unnecessary energy so i think i kind of paced myself in the beginning of the races and really um tried to to make it uh let's say the last 15 minutes count how was your mind uh, through the whole weekend qualifying race both motors today at any point did you start to overthink the situation start to get pumped up a little bit start to get a bit tight or like you say was the confidence so high that even when you were doing it you were thinking like it just came naturally um, confidence was definitely high coming into the weekend but I didn't expect to win I w my goal was to be on the podium and that's that's how it is every weekend to be honest I wanted to be fighting for the podium and I said to myself um, not to not put any pressure on myself even if I'm inside the top five I'll be happy with that um, but yeah to go to go one one is, is something something different um, I kind of managed to control my emotions during the weekend uh, definitely this morning waking up I was trying like just forget about tomorrow focus on today same as the first race like I got done with the first race I was like okay that's done now delete that from your mind try focus on the second race and uh, and really make the most out of out of the second race and um, sometimes I was starting to think a little bit too much like um, thinking about what I'll do over the finish line how am I, how am I gonna celebrate and then I was like, stop, Calvin, yet, not there yet. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, you, you have these thoughts in your mind, and you just kind of have to put them away. You talk about, like, uh, deleting the first motor from your mind after the fact. Obviously, this was a big deal for the team as well. So after the first motor, I imagine they were excited, they were bouncing off the walls. Did you kind of have to say to them, like, right, like, the job's not done, calm it down, like, we're forgetting about that, we're moving on? Exactly, and that's also, like, after Saturday's qualifying race win, I was like, okay, if this is cool, but tomorrow is the day that actually actually counts, actually matters. And everyone was saying, you know, congratulations for the win. But I was so calm after yesterday's win. I was like, this the job's not done yet. You know, we still have tomorrow is the, the, the day where it matters. And the same as the, the after the first moment, I was like, okay, cool. You know, obviously they were happy. Um, I was happy too, of course. But then after like 20 minutes, I was like, okay, that's done. It's in the past. Now we focus on the next one. The only uh, slight downside to your weekend was your starts weren't great even in the qualifying race, but that made your win even sweeter. And also, bizarrely, maybe the best part of your weekend in my eyes was qualifying race start. You went into the first turn buried and somehow came out of there in second, which kind of just said to me, like, okay, this is a guy who believes, is confident, because I don't know if you would have done that at any other round. Um, yeah, the, the first gate pick was quite nice because I could sneak through the inside. My qualifying race start was actually pretty good. First race, not so good. Second race was also pretty okay. I mean, if I was around the box um, starting, I could keep my speed into the corner, but because I was first, I was quite tight going in and I had to break, get on the brakes quite early. Um, so that did help me coming out because I was uh, could sneak into the inside and come out pretty okay. Um, but yeah, my starts are definitely have improved, uh, getting better all the time. Does this change anything moving forward? Like now next weekend, say or in two weeks, say you go 5-5, five five, which is a great GP, great result. Are you going to be a bit like, ah, well, it's not, it's not what it was in Sardinia. Like has your mindset changed now completely and now it's 
maybe it's more business, it's more results, it's more more of that? Uh, no, not at all. I still don't put any pressure on myself. Um, I knew that this GP was important and I got the job done. Um, but going forward, I don't expect to do this every weekend. Um, let's be realistic. Like, Obviously, I would still like to fight for podiums and top fives, and that's my goal for the rest of the season. Um, but to win like this is not gonna, it's not gonna happen every day. Uh, last thing, obviously qualifying race win, that was, that was a big deal. A lot of people talking about it. All I saw yesterday was people going sand specialist, Calvin, like sand specialist, sand specialist. I don't think I look at you in that way. Like, okay, you've been solid in the sand in the past, but it's not like your sand results far surpass your hard pack results. You won a moto at Lockett, uh, Indonesia wasn't sand. Do you see yourself as a sand guy? Like, I think you can do this anywhere. I you could be on a podium in RNA quite easily. Yeah, I think the difference is that, um, like you say, I'm also really good in like tracks like Loquette and um, Arco, things like that. Um, but the difference is, when I come to sand, is the difference with the other riders aren't so good in the sand, like what I am. And like on hardpack, I'm good in those tracks, but they're also good in those tracks, you know? So I think that's the difference is, um, for me, is like, the level that I'm on in the sand is good, the same as a hard pack, but the level of the other riders aren't are better on hard pack than in sand, let's say. Okay, Jorge Prado, uh, MXGP of Sardinia. First of all, it's amazing you're here because I would have bet all my money on you not coming here. Even more amazing, you finished second overall, gained some good points in the championship. It was actually a really, really good weekend. So just all super surprising, I guess. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I don't even know how how I could get here and, and stand on the podium. Um, it was a tough injury. And uh, yeah, if you would tell me on Wednesday I would be racing, I would say totally uh, not possible. But uh, by hard work and also a little bit of luck that, uh, let's say, was healing right and I, I never had so much pain and I didn't ride with pain at all. So that uh, left me some room, you know, to just ride a bit relaxed because I was not feeling pain. But uh, yeah, I recovered super fast. I need to say I had great doctors behind me, great people, physios, and without them, this wouldn't be possible. Totally, 100%, I wouldn't be here. Um, so thanks to all of those guys. Um, yeah, we did. I did one day of testing in a grass field before coming here, so I didn't even know that, you know, with the bumps or with the jumps could be, but, also the temperature probably helped me to keep the body warm and even too warm <laughs> so uh, so it was good super happy super super happy about the weekend not only for me but also for the team that I'm back for them and it was great when you first got injured did the doctors think it would be possible for you to race here or did they say to you like uh, you can try but it's gonna be really really tough no <laughs> really when I got hurt the doctors told me uh, go operation so three months so season over yeah. Or if you are lucky and God comes down and helps you, maybe you can race. So, I don't know, I, I did whatever I could. I did everything I had to do to be here. And, um, you know, when you give your best and you have also a little bit of luck, like in this case with the recovery, in my, in, in, on your side, you know, great things happen. So, so yeah, no, I, I was really thinking that the season was over and and shoulder injuries are are serious, you know. Um, they'll sell, yeah, it can't like pop out and all these things. And oh, I got scared. I got really scared. Also for the future, I don't want to go under like surgery. But we worked so good on it 
that when yeah today I was riding I was feeling safe and that's one of the keys to don't get injured again because you're riding good the position on the bike was normal so so yeah great week weeks of work like out of the bike of course and uh, yeah that that's it when you were just um, sat behind Tim in the first moto, like one second, half a second, yeah. it looked quite comfortable. Obviously, yeah. you weren't riding on the edge. In your mind, were you like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this? Or were you nervous about the shoulder thinking, am I going to get tired? Is it going to start to hurt? Do I, like, should I be more careful? Well, I mean, like today was the first days after uh, Latvia. I did a 30 minutes motor. So, so and yeah. Um, I had a okay a start. I got pushed a little bit wide in the first corner, but then in the second one, I I was okay. I I, I got to go inside because I saw something on the side lap and just give it a shot. And and I was so tight in the inside, I could get second. I was like you said behind Geyser all the time, all the time, and I was riding comfortable. So I was quite lucky. He was in front, putting the pace because I was scared that if I start first, I would go too fast in the beginning. But he wasn't too fast, so it was just perfect for me. I was relaxing, I was riding smooth behind him, but of course the last minutes um, I suffer a lot. Um, I didn't want to risk or crash, so yeah, I, I only could do third. That was my best second model. I, I had a just perfect jump out of the gate. I think one of the best starts of the year. I mean, coming from the outside, just the whole straight wheeling into the corner was just perfect. And, and then I put a couple of hot laps. Um, but yeah, the energy was quite low already from the beginning, so I was a little bit in like cruise control, just trying to finish and um, try to don't crash. Yeah. That was the main, the main goal. Uh, Flandering did a great job. Uh, Glenn passed me as well, so he also did a great job. And uh, I stayed to third again, suffering a lot, but uh, I got with a second overall, so it was it was good. I mean. I didn't expect to be racing here, but once I was here and I and I saw how I could ride, I didn't expect because I know what I can do. Yeah. And even though I didn't ride for three weeks, I know I like it. I can do it. It's not a problem. And the best thing about this is you've now got a weekend off, so you can get more strength, more fitness, yeah. more everything, confidence, everything before. Spain, which I'm guessing when, even when you did the injury, like the Spanish GP was probably one of the first things you thought about. Well, um, if I didn't went under surgery, because if I go under surgery, the season would have been like gone. Like, yeah. And that was like, I, I even thought I had to go through that. Yeah. Just because how it was how bad was the shoulder, you know? Uh, but uh, if I didn't, I would, yeah, I mean, this race was way too tight. Yeah. Like, I tell you, I didn't ride. So I was like, yeah, I want to come back when I'm 100%. But then at the end of the week, I was feeling a little bit better and I had some hopes and I really liked this track. And I was like, yeah, I want to race here. And I take it like a training and gain some points if I can. Yeah. Otherwise, I would go directly to the Spanish GP if it would be possible yeah. that it was even like, a possibility that even for Spanish GP it was too close, you know? Yeah. So, uh, like you said, now I have one and a half week. Well, no, yeah, like two weeks, yeah. yeah. So, um, I will take my time, take it easy this time between races and <laughs> and don't get hurt again. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, really looking forward for the home GP. Uh, in the time you were off the bike, were you still, still able to do like cardio, spin bike, stuff like that? Because Again, it didn't look like you lost any fitness. So I'm guessing you kept up on some things in the time off? Of course, with the shoulder. Um, 
I could do some spinning at the beginning. Yeah. The hard thing was getting to the handlebar. Okay. So in the beginning, yeah, I had to take my arm and then I was cycling. Yeah. Um, and slowly I start putting my arm into the static bicycle and then I could go on the road and then I could... One day before the start, like the try I did on the bike, I went mountain biking just yeah. to test and I was like, looks like it's okay. Looks, but yeah, the bike is a different story. You know, if on the mountain bike you feel something, on the yeah. bike it's like, no, no way. So, but I was trying everything on the mountain bike, like over over stones, downhill, all those things. I was like, okay, looks like it's it's all right for riding. And so I I did everything I I actually could. Yeah. Uh, last thing, you can still think championship, right? Obviously, okay, you lost a lot of points, but what happened to you can happen to anyone. You never know. There's a lot of racing left. Good that you came here, good that you gained points. Uh, yeah, you can still look at the bigger picture and hope for the best. Right now, my goal is to win races. That's my goal. Well, first goal is to get fit again. Like, really, like, feeling good with the bike and feeling good just with myself and uh, and try to get some good training and some good races individually. Not just looking to the bigger picture, but just each race, try to do my best and try to, you know, win motos and, and, and do what I can do, you know? So... And at the end of the year, we will see. We will see because, like you said, I lost so many points. I can't be like, okay, I stay second because the championship is long. Yeah, it's long now, but after a few races, you know, the, dis like the difference is so big. I, I need to hammer. I need to, I need to ride good and don't make mistakes. And when I'm good, I need to be very good. So, yeah, just take it quite, I mean, not easy, but try to do my best every race. Yeah. Okay, uh, Jeremy Sewer, MXGP of Sardinia. Uh, overall, I think it was a good weekend. You showed good speed. You definitely probably should have been on the podium, I feel, like that was where your speed was at. So maybe a bit of a, a, bit of a bummer the way it turned out, but still, encouraging, uh, encouraging ride, encouraging speed. Yeah, I should have been on the podium today, the, the way how I rode, the way my speed was, and the way my fitness was, because I, was, I felt strong out there. But I'm not, that's uh, the reality. But still, I, I made good points and uh, I recovered after uh, one of the toughest Saturdays in my career, you know. Um, yesterday was a day to forget, um, for many reasons. We tried something on the bike, um, coming from, you know, team internal to, you know, make a small setup change for Riola since it's a, quite a specific track. But it took us all day to figure out that that wasn't good. Um, but I was also unlucky because at the start I was like P3, 4, good in the corner. Somebody hit me in the back. My bike got stuck. I just fall over because I had no more drive. So was that last. Came back to P12 in about three laps through the field. I was like, yeah, all right, we'll be good for tomorrow. AJ just T-bones me out of the way. Oh, not AJ. AJ did. HA you can't trust anyone now, do you? No, fuck, I can't. He just T-boned me out of the way. I was like, fuck, what? Have you, have you had words? No, I mean, it was, you know, this is racing, but I just didn't expect it. Like, he was on the inside of me, I was out, and I thought I have about a meter or two of room, and we will just fight for the position over the next jump. But yeah, he didn't give me any room. It's not that he probably t-boned me on purpose but it just happened and I was on the floor again and that's where it all went wrong because I just didn't find the rhythm I was back in the pack my glove was open and this is the most annoying thing ever it takes like one second to do it up what, like when you're getting up why didn't you just go it doesn't the problem is it was so full of sand that 
piece full of sand, it wouldn't stick anymore. You were covered, like, I was wondering what the hell happened because number plate, front mudguard, jersey, helmet, goggle, like, it looked like you'd basically just laid in the sand. I did. For 30 minutes. No, I, I mean, I was laying in the sand and I got roosted and just whatever, you know, you think you have a bad day, it, it got worse. And then uh, for the three laps, I was like, my glove. Sometimes I did a no-hander trying to close my glove on a jump. I was like, no hands on the handlebar. Trying Not even to... big jumps here. How? And there was one tabletop. I was like fixing it. All right, I got to hold my handlebar again. So it's so annoying to ride with an open glove. So, and then I set up not good, struggling, finding a rhythm. And I said, okay, you know what? I knew that it doesn't really matter where you at at the gate, like outside is really good. So I was like, okay, fine, we take that. But you know, the position wasn't the problem. The problem was the confidence it took. Like it, you know, a good Saturday gives you confidence. A bad Saturday takes confidence. So I had a bit of like, not nightmares, but I was not sure what's going to be today because okay, we changed the setup again. We went back to normal still not feeling great because like i said i lost all the confidence yesterday so that's how the day started today but honestly after that story finishing where i finished today is like a win for real i mean especially in the second moto i've been there to catch prado and actually i would i thought i would have get him but i just made one small mistake which happens so quick on this track no one to blame not the bike's fault it's my fault, yes, but it's just you are at the limit. You're trying everything, and I just missed a, a freak, like just a friction of a second. Like for nothing, I made a small tip over and lost the podium for that. But still, a positive weekend. So the uh, the setup you were experimenting with yesterday was it suspension or was it a bit of everything? Like what? How much can you tell us about what you played around with? Gearing, like uh, you know, because uh, I realized. A track where you need to keep high gears, third and fourth. The moment you need to shift second, uh, not good for yeah. this track because you need to keep... I'm, I'm very proud of myself because I was listening to your bike and I heard you lugging it and I was like, oh, that sounds a bit different. And now I realise that I was I could hear the change in your setup. What I didn't know I was this good. You are. You should change your job. You should get into Yamaha and be an engineer because I think you would probably make my bike good. Anyway, we can do that. Yeah, I will ask them. Because they sucked yesterday, they made me choose for something bad. And I was in time practice, free practice, you know what? I thought like, uh, yeah, something is wrong, but for one lap, this track is sketchy. We are at the limit, so it will be fine on race pace because that's like... It it was worse? It was horrible. It was horrible in race pace. And now, listen, I crashed nine times yesterday. Wait, what? Wait, so in the qualifying race, there were three? Five. What? <laughs> you said two when you were describing your race. There was two. Yeah, so where that, the hell I were we? I crashing three more times. Oh, what I love. I have a really okay. You know how we establish you like my Twitter. Check my Twitter in like two hours because I've got a very funny video okay. that's going to describe your Saturday. I crashed nine times yesterday. Saturday, so yeah, basically yesterday. Saturday's with sewer was a car crash. It was a disaster, <laughs> and it wasn't really. It wasn't even my fault. It was just all down to the setup. What? That I you couldn't. So if it was gearing, practice, if it was gearing, time practice and four, five times in quality race. That's nine, and n- seven out of those nine times I lost my front. 
Because it was gearing, it was because you couldn't read what the bike was going to do. Like, coming out of corners, you couldn't read how much power you were going to have, where the power was going to be placed. Like, you couldn't read, you couldn't, you couldn't understand what the bike was going to do. Coming into corners was the problem because changing gearing changed the balance of the bike, right. which we find out. So I had a lot of load in the front, a lot okay. compared to I'm using. Yeah, that's not good in sand. That's not good. So <laughs> I had so much, like the rear would always push my front and I would just like wash my front nine times. It's really bad. One day. Normally I crash nine times in three months, but now I crash nine times in one day. Surprise Yamaha aren't trying to rip up your contract because that's amateur. Yeah, I was. After yesterday, I really thought, what am I doing? And in the evening, my mechanic went like, okay, today I can't see anything because it's not your fault. I'm like, phew, thank oh, you. That's good, that's good. Thank you, thank you. But you know, still, it feels stupid. So today you went back to like your normal Lommel practice day setup. Ah, yes, exactly. And then first model, a lot better in general. No more crashes, you know, but still not happy with my setup, but not no one to blame it's just Riola is tricky because I saw other riders struggling with the exact same thing no chokes but now I watched you know like my trainer he would film me he would film team Geyser and I'm watching and I'm like all right I'm not happy how I look this could be better but then I saw Tim and I'm like yeah but he struggles with the same fucking problem but I was like, but this has to be solvable because if I solve this setup problem, I can be faster. I, I can make it happen. And after sighting lap, second motor, this is a fun story, right? I still was like, fuck, it's still there. It's still like that. I mean, I could, I could ride, but there is something to change which will be better to ride. And I went to my suspension guy before, when I went to piss, right? Always before the race, just before going to the gate. And I told him, okay, now we change this and that and that. I knew exactly what to change in my head. Yeah. I told them basically what to do on the bike. Did they, say, did they think it was a good idea or yeah, were they like, you're crazy? I was like, okay, he started to run and he started to change and we agreed, okay, go for it, believe in yourself. And my bike was so much better in that second moto because finally, after the whole weekend of struggling, I was like, yeah, now... I passed them, I mean, I passed two riders around the outside in one corner. Yeah, I saw that, I did see that. And I passed, I, in, I came into corners so much easier than anybody else. I just, I just found the trick, the cheat code of Riola, you know. So the moral of this story is believe in yourself, trust yourself, and if other people tell you to do something, that doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. 100%, I mean... I'm very happy we could turn it around, okay, we, we missed the podium again, but it's a few points, just some bonus money, which, uh, you know, I can't collect, but okay, fine, we have enough chances, but overall, we may, we learned a lot again this weekend. Uh, that first moto battle with Calvin was really intense, good, probably the best uh, battle of the weekend. You think? Well, it was, it was intense? Yeah, I, I mean... Right, okay, okay we'll get on to that, but yeah, the battle. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew it was Calvin, but he he showed his wheel a few times. and I thought, I thought he was going to kill you. There were a few times where I was like, oh my God, he, he is going to just kill Jeremy. He really gave him the chance to chill, kill me for real. But I I was surprised I saw him winning after all. Like I was like, yeah, he won the motor. I'm like, wow, he wasn't that impressive, you know. Five minutes, I'm done. Three minutes. So yeah, it was a good battle and... and if I would have found the cheat code I find for Moto2, I think I would have been able to follow him in that first Moto because I, there was things to do better, you know, I wasn't 
feeling great on the bike in the Moto in Moto One. Uh, last thing, you say that like was that the best battle of the weekend? Normally, deep sand tracks are very up and down. People going forwards, people going backwards, passes left, right, and centre. This doesn't race the same way as Lommel, I don't think. I've asked everyone what the biggest difference is in the way it races. No one's really given me the answer I want. So what do you have to say? It races completely different because it's different sand. I mean, it's not the same sand at all. It's more beachy here, more loose, more dry. So, is it, so if you go off the main line, is it too like powdery yeah. for you to like get drive, get what you need to make a pass? So if you try and slingshot around the outside of someone, you're in such powder that like you haven't got the drive to get to where you need to get to. You can pass. I passed many people today. I okay, passed maybe two. I'm wrong I then. I passed two in one corner. Like I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm just. I'm trying to understand. Help me understand. I mean, it's clearly different sand. The track has a whole different flow. The bumps get shaped different. It's it's soft underneath. where Lommel is hard underneath. So this is a big difference uh, in the way how bumps develop, the way how rhythm goes. But honestly, I would choose this track. 20 times both Lommel because it's more fun it's it's one of the physical most brutal tracks for your body because you can basically kill yourself in three corners if you want to just using so much energy to jump those huge rolling bumps but it's one of the most fun sand track to ride if you get the flow on to it you know so it's just loose very very loose so the front always searches you know the sand and and it's more of a beach kind of sand, like I said. Hey, uh, Brian Bogers, MXGP of Sardinia. Very good weekend for you. Results were good, but also the riding was actually better than that. 5-5 looks great on paper, but really, uh, I feel like we've said this before, you were a podium man this weekend. Had you got better starts, I feel like uh, that would have been where you would have stood at the end of the weekend. Yeah, well, actually, if you look at the riding, then 5-5 five five is actually not really good. <laughs> I mean... The first race, yeah, I crashed the second corner. So yeah, I started from dead last to uh, and worked my way up to fifth. So yeah, I was I was really happy with this, you know. But on the other hand, it also cost a lot of energy. And for the second moto, I felt this a little bit, but uh, it was strange. I felt this in the beginning. So I had a little bit like problems with like warming up in the race. I was riding too stiff. Um, on the end. I was, I was again, you know, the same like the first moto. So uh, then I felt really good. So yeah, I'm happy with the riding. And yeah, five and five. Of course, I, uh, I, I, yeah, I see this as a good result. Um, I'm feeling really good in the sand also. So uh, no, I'm happy. What you said, uh, the speed is there physically also for for podium. So uh, yeah. We will see what we what we can do the rest of the season. You know, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm feeling good. At the end of that first moto, were you already thinking like, shit, I need to save some energy here. Moto two's coming up, or like, was that in your head even between motos where you were like, oh, this is going to be hard. This is going to be hard. No, actually, after the first moto, I felt really good. So that's also what it made it. Yeah, you know, I was, I started the second moto, and I was thinking like, how is possible? You know, that that is going so stiff and. And that's so hard, you know, because uh, I struggled quite, quite big. And, but on the other hand, yeah, uh, then I thought, yeah, maybe it was a little bit too much, you know, in, in, in that first moto. So, uh, no, but after the first moto, I didn't feel like it costed a lot of energy, but on the other hand, it did. So, <laughs> um, frustrated in the second moto when 
Pauls was in the middle of you and Jeremy, and then you went to the outside of Pauls. Jeremy got you both. Like I felt your frustration at that point. Uh, yeah, it's it, it was just a mistake for myself, you know. I, I took the same line and uh, uh, yeah, he slowed down a little bit too much, but uh, yeah, I think I, I guess he made a mistake or something, you know. And and uh, I think it was Siwer. He, he, yeah, he took advantage of that. Um, but no, you know, he's uh, also riding really good, especially in the beginning. So uh, I know I know he's like struggling a little bit on the end and. Uh, but that that will also be fine, you know, on the uh, the rest of the season. Did you um in that first moto? Did you really think you could come back to top five? Like, okay, this is a sand track, means there's a lot of opportunities to pass normally. But did you really think a top five was possible? Like, that's pretty unbelievable. Well, actually, I didn't know what I finished <laughs> because I was just you know going, 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 and uh, they didn't show me the position on the pit board. So yeah. I was I, I wasn't thinking about that about that so I was just going going and then uh, also I was thinking like the yeah the first few guys they yeah they were like a half a track in front of me or something but that wasn't the case so in the end I thought like oh shit I did quite good and uh, I, I made a lot of passes and but yeah especially the, I think the last seven minutes I, I, I passed five six guys yeah. and uh, so yeah I was I was happy with that. You obviously know a lot about the sand. Uh, compare this track to a place like Lommel. Obviously both brutal sand tracks, bottomless. But this place, I don't know, the sand's a bit finer and it definitely doesn't create the same sort of racing as Lommel. Yeah, and also in that second moto, uh, you got like very deep holes. Yeah. You know, it wasn't not even bumps anymore. It was just holes and then with the very loose sand on top. And on that part, uh, I struggled a lot because then you lost like uh, some speed and to 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 uh, gain the speed again was for me very tough and it costed a lot of energy so i was struggling on that part but no yeah sand is sand and, and we know how to ride you know uh last thing there's a lot of rumors going around about you at the moment for next year it seems like you're here there and everywhere uh, anything you can tell us anything you know how's that side of things going i mean you've got the results to show so i guess that's quite nice well you tell me what's the rumor so uh i actually don't know uh yeah, the, normally the contract finished. So, uh, but on the other hand, uh, I think it's possible for me also to stay. And uh, well, that means the rumors are wrong then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's the rumor, you know. So, no, but I'm I'm very happy uh, at the place where I am with Standing Construct. You know, it's it's a really good team and great people. They're working very hard, and uh, they also give me the confidence, you know, for putting in those good results. Mattia Guadagnini, uh, MXGP of Sardinia, 450 debut, which, okay, <laughs> mid-season, okay, you didn't expect this. Um, eighth overall, very solid result, but most importantly, uh, you showed good speed all weekend. Practice times were good, lap times in the motos were good, so yeah, eighth overall today, but it can be a lot better. Yeah, uh, maybe not the best track to make my <laughs> MXGP debut on the 450, uh, but yeah, it was tough. But uh, I enjoyed a lot. Uh, we decided to make this uh, big change uh, in mid-season, which was really surprising also for me. But uh, yeah, I think it was the right, uh, the right thing to do, uh, looking how it was going at the MX2 season. So yeah, it was a I was a little bit in the losing time, so we decided to make the step. And uh, I'm feeling really, really good on the bike. So. Uh, yeah, of course, just need more time. I, I just ride two times this week. 
and uh, yeah, it's a little bit different, but I'm already feeling really, really good on the bike. I think this is more my bike than the 250. Uh, start were not that good. I still have to to improve uh, the feeling on the bike. It was a little bit scary to do a backflip out of the gate. <laughs> now, but then uh, yeah. Just uh, didn't want to risk, didn't want to do too much. Just, uh, just uh, uh, focus on the riding, uh, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed a lot. Uh, didn't want to take any risk, but uh, race one was possible also to do uh, seven or eight. But uh, when I was uh, passing some riders in front of me at uh, like uh, five minutes ago, I had a crash with another rider that was going a little bit like uh, zigzag <laughs> um, and yeah just uh, he took me on the, the front wheel I was just passing him uh, easy but uh, for, of course he didn't want to, to make me crash but uh, yeah I just went uh, down and uh, losing some place and of course also the rhythm that was uh, uh, it's not so easy when you crash here in the sand so yeah I think I lose uh, three or four place and I ended uh, 11 which was even not so bad so but yeah second race I uh, had not not the best start then made some mistake in the first lap and uh, yeah that then just focus on my riding take my 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 rhythm and uh, made some pass in the end uh, I could catch some riders also in front of me but I didn't want to risk I was a little bit uh, out of uh, energy and power I was feeling the <laughs> the end of the bar going out of my hands so I didn't want to risk and uh, just took the eighth place and also eight overall. So yeah, I couldn't ask for uh, for a better weekend for my debut. So I'm really positive for the next few races. What was the uh, what was the main difference you noticed racing against the 450 guys? Like, did they seem a little less crazy, a little calmer? Was it more intense? Like, what was the main difference you noticed? Yeah, uh, I, I was a little bit surprising surprised because uh, they are really calm even if you uh, pass them they're not going to <laughs> to take you in the next corner even if they're riding uh, slower and then than you if you are if you're faster then you can pass and then you go and uh, and then uh, yeah it's a little bit easier uh, so yeah, it's good I like uh, more calm people so <laughs> Not going really crazy, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be nice. Were you um were you nervous before this weekend? Obviously, making your 450 debut is a big deal. Uh, there are a lot of world champions in that class, a lot of GP winners. Did you feel nervous yesterday or today? No, uh, I'm feeling. I was already calm before, but now <laughs> I have zero, less than zero pressure, and that's uh, I think was the best situation for me after uh, not the best uh, start of the season. So. I was not feeling the pressure, but then you know, after a few races that you don't make the result, then you, you start think about yeah, it's time to do something good. And but then uh, no expectation, no no pressure, no stress. So just yeah, just go and have fun, make experience, and uh, we will see how it's going. How did uh, how did the conversation go about you moving up to the 450? Whose idea was it? Were you all for it immediately, or did you have to think about it a little bit? I went watching the MXGP race too in Majora and uh, in the public. I come back to the track and, and David say, okay, from the next race you ride the 450. If it's okay for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, 
After 10 seconds, I say, okay, we go. That's it. <laughs> Do you know, obviously, like you can still win in MX2, you can still win GPs. Uh, if you stayed there next year, you could have won a title. Does that play in your mind at all? Like, are you happy to leave that behind and take on this new challenge? Yeah, of course, my goal for this year was to be in the fight for the championship. And that was not how it's going. So, so yeah, I could, uh, of course, I think it was not for sure going like this for all the season because I was feeling good. So, uh, if I just keep trying, the razor will come. So, uh, but yeah, uh, I could fight for the third place in the championship maybe. I, I think for the championship it was really difficult now. So, and uh, even if I finish third uh, or, or I don't know what place, uh, the, um, yeah, I was even passing to the MXGP, so I was just losing a little bit of time when I was out of the uh, title fight. So yeah, just uh, just this. Of course, I I could be back to to win GP and uh, be on the fight for the third place of the championship, but was not really what I what I wanted. So yeah. Change. <laughs> and uh, last thing, obviously the MX2 season was tough for you, Majora especially, you weren't happy <laughs> after the race, um, but you seem relaxed now, you seem happy, so do you feel like a weight's been lifted off your shoulders a little bit? Yeah, for sure. Uh, as I said before, I was not feeling the pressure really, I'm really calm, uh, but yeah, it was a, just a little bit frustrating to, to, <laughs> to be there, keep trying, uh, two times made the whole shot and then throw away the race in the third corner so yeah uh, even if I was really calm then uh, after a few races you start thinking yeah maybe what what is going wrong so now I'm really I don't know but I'm really calm I don't have nothing to do just uh, have fun make experience for the next year so uh, even today if I finish 15 was was good yeah. but yeah if I finish 8 so it's better <laughs> And then uh, just keep like this for the rest of the season and then we will see for the next one. Okay, uh, Paul's Jonas, MXGP of Sardinia. Uh, there were definitely bright spots in your weekend. Beginnings of both motos were good. Uh, problem is you didn't stay there. End of motos were obviously struggle bus for you. So just talk us through it. Yeah, this, the only positive from the weekend was the starts and that's it. You know, not, nothing else. You know, like, okay, like you said, the first 10 minutes of board motos well, we, maybe wasn't the bad. But uh, I just struggled. I just struggled bad, you know, like uh, didn't get any flow with the track, you know, like the first minutes I rode like pure with the power and uh, like more on adrenaline and then after just started to count the bumps, you know, like and there are quite many, you know, I can tell you that. Uh, but yeah, that was not me out there today, like it was, it was really bad, you know, I'm really disappointed and actually uh, ashamed, you know, that people need to watch me riding like that. <laughs> It's just a lack of bike time though, right? Like, we, okay, we say it every single week, but you are behind as far as testing, bike time, race fitness, all of that. It comes down to that, yeah? Or is there actually something else you think that uh, contributed today? Yeah, I'm already tired from that. Like every time we are saying that, but it is like that. Like now we are, I don't know, like 40 hours on a bike since, 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 since last year. So it's not so much in total, but uh, you know, we just, need stop to make excuses just uh, need to sort everything out you know with myself and uh, like you said just need to get a bike time and 
let's say uh, maybe stop blaming the bike and everything else you know just need to put put some hard work in and uh, just go with one setup everywhere because now I think at some moment like I get too lost like with all the changes what we are doing with the bike and you know like from the factory and from the team they want to make everything perfect and like also from my side but I think at some moments like I, I'm just doing too too many changes and I don't have confidence with the bike when I'm riding so and uh, in track like this you know was 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 tough to get a flow uh, with no confidence and if you're riding in this track without confidence it's just like like you saw today after 10 minutes uh, I was just counting the bumps were you actually um, making a lot of bike setup changes through the weekend like from Moto 1 to Moto 2 was your setup completely different uh, from Moto 1 to Moto 2 no not so much you know but uh, overall through through the weekend yeah we did some changes you know like it got at some it felt better but then again you know like the worst part about the, the changes you know is that you don't know exactly how the bike is gonna react you know that was the, the positive thing from you know last year I had so many hours on the bike and we didn't change uh, almost nothing you know so I knew what the bike is gonna do on every single bump and that's that's what I'm missing now so uh, now the main goal and main focus for the next yeah now we have two weeks time till till Spain is just to let's say put one setup in the bike and just stick with that for hopefully whole season. I guess it, you must have been comfortable at the beginning of the races though, right? Because like when you were sat uh, in the top three both times, you looked uh, comfortable, speed was good, you definitely weren't losing anything to the top guys. So at that point, it must have all been quite nice and comfortable or not really? Uh, no, not really, not really. Like like I said, like those first 10 minutes of Bormoros, I was just riding maybe pure with strength and you know in this track you need to get a flow and need to ride with the feeling more but that I couldn't manage to do uh, but that's been an issue you know like let's say for for all this year overall uh, since, since the beginning and that's also like lack of bite time lack of like the bike feeling uh, but it will come you know like everyone else around is working really hard you know I'm also working my ass off but uh, at some moments I'm just, uh, let's say, lost, you know, now, like I said to the team already, I said I would just want to go back to Belgium, switch my mind off for one day and uh, put something on the bike and just ride and, and have fun because at the moment, you know, it, it's, it's been real struggle bus uh, for at, at some moments, uh, you know, we have some good times, some bad times, but it's been, it's been tough overall, yeah. Do you um do you think of yourself as a good test rider generally? Like this year in the past, do you think you're quite good at uh, feeling what you need and also telling people? I, with the feeling, yes, but about telling to people, I I'm not sure. But I think the team understands and everyone around understands. You know what I'm telling and what I'm feeling, and uh, it's yeah, it's like you know, like I said, also it's mentally a little bit, little bit uh, tough to struggle like this and. Uh, beginning of the season and in the end of end of the day it's also you know like the contract year which is some somewhere back in the mind you know but uh, the positive thing from the weekend is the starts are there which is really good uh, first 10 minutes we're all right and uh, the time in one piece that's that's a positive I'm guessing and I've heard this from a few riders I'm guessing it's frustrating for you to see someone like Calvin win because great job by him but also you're looking at that and going well hang on if he can do it so can I <laughs> Yeah, it's actually he was riding really, really well this weekend, and you could see also like before with Dutch Masters, he be, he's been really fast, and uh, 
even I think last year he did quite well here. Yeah, he went full full here last year. Yeah, yeah, so he likes the track and he was riding really good when he passed me. I was like, whoa, that's fast, you know, like I'm really happy for him because also he has been going through some tough times. So uh, it's good for him and uh, yeah, he was riding really good. Uh, last thing, I'm asking everyone this, compare this brutal sand track to Lommel. Both just horrible but how does it differ how differently does it race how does it form differently what are the main differences oh this is for sure way tougher way tougher you know like i remember from the 250 days uh we've been riding in lomo like for two three months you know like i was in really good shape doing like two times 40 minute morals no problem and we came here uh for a testing and stuff and I went in the track and I did 10 minutes and I was done you know like it's just like the flow is not there so much you know it's still somehow it's fast but the flow is not there and the, the holes are really weird and uh, before the takeoff there are like massive bumps and there is even like little elevation which makes it more difficult you know like the bumps in the, in the bottoms you know there it comes quite nasty so for sure this one is way tougher than Lombo because you know, in Lomo, like during the week, it's actually quite hard base under. Okay, for the GPs, like last few years, it's been more soft, but uh, this is next level. <laughs> okay, uh, Liam Everts, MXGP of Sardinia. On one hand, you could be very pissed off at this weekend because you crashed. Did you crash first lap of every single, like both motors today and qualifying race, and right? qualifying, yes, yep. that's correct. Okay, so you can be pissed off about that. that mm -hmm. I'm sure that drove you insane. But also, coming through the field, you showed like real speed. Like had you stayed up, which was a bit of a problem, <laughs> you could have probably been around the top five or maybe even higher up this weekend. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think certainly top five was possible. Five, six, maybe four. But um, yeah, it just, just wasn't meant to be. I mean, some bad luck and just created my own bad luck in the second race. The first one, the start was just horrible. And I went to pull a tariff because I couldn't see anything anymore. And then somebody just completely drove the, the steering wheel out of my hand, so. Yeah, that was a shame, but anyway, I got up there and, and just kept on fighting and kept going and just kept kept on uh, pushing. And then uh, when I went to go for gifting, I, I blew myself up there a bit. I just wasn't, I didn't prepare to pass enough. So I think if I would have prepared a bit better, I think I could have catch up to the group in front even. But uh, yeah, I mean, P10 there and the second race, uh, I went very far out wide, but uh, start was good and... Yeah, finally got a good jump, and then I was around five, six, and then I just, yeah, just messed it up after the pit lane. I mean, it was my own fault. So, um, but then, then again, uh, I kept on fighting, kept on show, trying to show good speed and, and good lap times, and that's what I did. I just kept going and I maximized that second race. I think what I what I still could do from uh, from the back. I think it was eight or nine. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it was just not meant to be today, maybe, but. Uh, I just kept on fighting and uh, never gave up. Were you surprised how much energy you actually had in the second moto? Like, like we say, you probably had to work harder than anyone this weekend, but it didn't look like you were struggling that bad at the end of moto two. Yeah, I, that surprised me the most about myself, actually. I, I just could keep on going. I didn't have one weak moment in the second race. I, I felt I was very good prepared for... I'm not the, the most muscleless guy on the field there, but I could just manage it on technique and uh, just keep on going. Does it help having done an MX2 GP here before? Obviously, this is the first track you've come to where you've already done an MX2 race here. So does that help at all? Like, does it feel a bit more comfortable, a bit more familiar, or does it really make no difference? Yeah, I think yes, because um, I rode here last year then, but uh, then again, it was a one-day format. I think the, the two-day format I, I prefer more because it's a build-up and uh, everything is a bit more relaxed. And 
could just play around with the setup a bit and get everything sorted and right. Um, for today, I had a very good feeling, even though some things happened. But uh, I mean, the riding was was good. It was an improvement again from from Majora. So that's uh, that's what my goal is every weekend. Actually, that's a good point. Majora was also very good. So that's two good rounds in a row. Two rounds, top five speed in Majora, top five speed here. Like, you must be heading into this weekend off with some new confidence and kind of raring to get the second half of the season going. Yeah, I just want to get on the hard pack and, and gain uh, gain some speed here. I feel like I'm lacking a bit there, but um, uh, we, we have two weeks now, so we can try and improve on that. Some, some things I, w I can improve on. Um, and then the, just head into Spain with a good feeling. What do you think of this place as a GP track? Obviously, it's deep sand. Normally, when we go to places like Lomo, it's crazy. Passes every lap. People going back, forth, back, forth. Here, it's definitely harder to make passes. There aren't many changes in the motos. So, like, why do you think that is? And what do you think of this place for a GP? Well, I think there are a lot of passes, especially if you come from the back. That's true, actually. You're the wrong person to ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I mean, we should have more GPs like this in my eyes. This really tests the riders and... and really shows the true rider like I mean Vlandren today was was on another level for me what he showed uh, and his technique and that's that's what really shows a, a pure rider for me like a mud race that's when the real technique is shown some places like Majora on Saturday it was just so fast and so hard I just uh, good race man that was awesome just um, I mean it doesn't test the skill of the rider so much in my eyes um, like this stuff is very very hard and you just really got to work for it. Uh, two more quick things, how's the bike, how's the team, obviously a bike's very good proven from last year, uh, happy, comfortable, has the transition been okay so far? Yeah I feel very good on the bike, I mean um, couldn't ask for more, um, I feel there can be some improvements still with the suspension and even myself, my riding, some technique points. Um, but that I just want to work on for the second part and uh, like I said just improve through, the, through every weekend. And uh, last thing, you kind of touched on it there, what is one thing you feel like you need to improve in the second half? Whether it's with yourself, uh, bike setup, what is one thing that you're like right, now I need to fix this and that will take me up another level? Starts or staying up? <laughs> yeah the starts are a key point but uh, we're working on that, it's just I think through, through the time and through the weekends the more starts I do the more confidence I will build out of that as well uh, at least I hope uh, uh, what was the question again the second what, are you gonna, what do you want to improve second half uh, what I actually still want to improve yeah just get more race time and get the speed up a bit and show that I'm that I'm capable of running in that top five where I belong